Hello and welcome to a new episode of Culture Hang with me, Hannah. And me, Holly. Where we talk about popular culture and nothing else. You will get nothing else from Don't us. Don't come to us for anything more. No, no, no. Um, we have various forms of social media. It is all... Well, it's not all in the description, but the main ones Most are there. And then if you want any more, there's a link tree, mm-hmm. probably on the Twitter and on the Instagram. Mm-hmm in the bios there click on them there's literally everything one of the things there and also linked in the description is our patreon what's on the patreon holly we do two episodes per month uh based on different tiers we do bad book club or we read what's considered trash literature but it's never trash it's often free and it's always a good time so read along with us it keeps us sane it keeps us happy truly fresh light content and (laughs) we also do celebrity corner where we talk about a celebrity or a celebrity couple or somebody that we don't really have enough content for Mm. for a main podcast yeah but there's a whole range of people on there julie fox ezra miller liam shell so if you're thinking oh why haven't they talked about them chances are we might have already talked to them on the patreon so head on over if you're interested only if you're interested if not stay here have a good time with us here welcome yes welcome hope you're comfortable if you're on your commute or something like that i hope you're gonna have a good day yeah i hope it's gonna be the best um (laughs) if you are a regular listener welcome back if you're new welcome what we like to do is to ease ourselves into a very heavy topic talk about pop culture (laughs) moments we've seen this week and we might have enjoyed them we might have just been subjected to them against our will Mm. it will be one or the other and then we will talk about the main topic Mm -hmm. what have you been seeing this week i haven't been seeing too much because most of it is a continuation from last week of the elon musk buying Mm. twitter and realizing how out of his depth he is truly and i think it really will die a death in the next month or so i think it's on its way out there's a whole back and forth fiasco i feel like i'm not equipped to give an update on it because (laughs) so much has happened even since last week when we did it it was so annoying because i think he introduced all the blue tick nonsense like on the tuesday when (laughs) we mentioned it but we weren't able to really go into all the stuff that's happened now no it's just so so much much. (laughs) but it's it's that's kind of dominated everything so the other things i saw um was that chris evans has announced he has been dating 25 year old alba baptista i think she's an actor is she an actor i don't know her I don't know her either. Should I give her a quick Google? Yeah, I feel I like she's an actor. She called Alba B- Baptista. B- B- Baptista. I've not put in any spelling right. Oh, no, I put in the wrong thing. She's called Alba Baptista. I. Oh my God, she's a year younger than me. What? Yeah, she's <gasps> born she in 1997. 25. She is. How old am I? You said a year younger than you. Yeah. Oh, older. <laughs> Apparently, I just my brain is just not working um she's a portuguese actress um but i was thinking her second name reminded me of someone so i thought maybe she was related to someone but now i realize there's dane baptiste i think i was thinking of them yeah they're not related no (laughs) not at all why am i thinking but yeah he's 41 that's a bit strange yeah but it says all about him and his serious girlfriend he also is now the like sexiest man of the year 
yes i think that's what they were saying in like contention yeah, of it he did that first like that got released first and then there was the reports <laughs> like oh he's in a relationship which i just think who was in charge of that publicity back off ladies because that's weird taken. publicity to be like sexiest man alive this why year. are they still doing it i don't know if it's weird i also suddenly thought because i saw a tweet sort of related to this that like you have to accept that. Oh, do you? Like, they won't just do it. You accept <laughs> it as, like, a job opportunity. And I find that oh, so weird. I don't know if it's a job opportunity. It's essentially, because, like, you get the full, sh- like, shoe. It's in a new, like, oh. a magazine. Is it not, like, is it not people's, ma- like, it sexiest people, man? Yeah. So, like, it's a job opportunity, essentially, that you twig. accept. So they probably <laughs> offer it to, like, different yeah. people. And, like, I, I just never thought of it that way. No. So there's probably like, you sign a contract and oh, yeah. you have to do obligations. So it was Paul Rudd last year. And it just feels what a weird thing. They're getting what? older. Yeah. It's like sexiest men that would have been sexy in the 90s. And now we're still like, oh yeah, but nobody's sexy has come after that. It's the still just is. the sexy men. I fully support all the oh, Chris I, Evans I, girlies. I like I think yeah. Chris Evans girlies are some of the most wholesome people. Yeah. Because... It, it, like I think it's just quite a wholesome obsession, you yes. know. Yeah, there's no malice in it. I've just never really saw, like, seen it. I think he's too. I mean, it's perfect that he played Captain America. I think yeah, he's in that he's role, too like, model. And we've talked about this before with Harry Styles, and it's not the same. But when somebody is so attractive and deemed universally beautiful, I, I, think, I think there's a switch in my brain that's like, oh, but they're too beautiful, so you, I maybe, now don't find them attractive. There's also like sometimes, I, I think. And this is maybe something we've mentioned before that I sometimes struggle to like differentiate, dif- like the Chris's. Yeah. And just yeah. other people in general. Yeah. So sometimes I need like a really unique feature for me to actually be aware of this person. And he doesn't really have a unique feature. No, which feature. isn't, a, like, that's not a problem. No, 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 it's not. Because that's what most people find attractive. But I honestly think it's a thing of like, if, if they don't have a feature making them yeah. stand out. I cannot recognize them. I think... They will. They look like every other human to me. <laughs> Do you have a film that you would find him the most attractive in? Because mine is Fantastic Four, the one that everyone Ooh, hated. Oh my god, I used to love those. But I then, love but it Fantastic Four. Overshadowed by uh, Jessica Alba. Yes, like, absolutely. Jessica Alba looking great <laughs> in those films. I, I probably. I think I probably found him attractive as Captain America. I just can't remember. Oh no, he is Cap. Obviously, like, he's yeah, a... but it didn't do it for me. And also, like, oh, I don't even want to say this. <laughs> I'm just not uh, attracted to like hero characters. That's awful. Yeah. I feel embarrassed to say that. Why? It's not embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But even if you take like <laughs> Iron Man, like Iron Man, not that I was that like attracted to Iron Man, but mm. Iron Man was like the bad boy. Yeah. yeah. It's like I didn't really want like Uber Christian Captain America. <laughs> super like, good boy. Super good boy. And I think it's lovely. Frozen good boy. Like in reality, I'm like that's the best form of. Um, superhero that's the only superhero they should be just this man that wants the best for everyone but (laughs) attraction levels i'm like no it's not doing it you just what is it wonder bread white bread i've never heard that before it's like as as plain as white bread oh yeah that's Mm -hmm. how i feel that kind of vibe and i love white bread yeah white bread's great sometimes you want like a bit of granary like you want a seed (laughs) fiber I want the fiber. Where's the fiber, Chris? Anyway, do you want to know what I saw this week? Which is, if you've got something, the other thing I was going to say was Emrata's podcast, which is not big. I think it's bigger than what I'm going to oh, say. Okay. <laughs> Please say that because this is so minimal. Um, I actually listened to the episode with Judy Fox because you showed me the clip on TikTok <laughs> where I think like the problem is 
I don't like Emrata <laughs> as a person. Is that the problem? <laughs> well, it's a problem, but it's like, because she keeps getting shoved in my face, being like, oh, you like feminism? <laughs> I think I would always be like, this is her journey, this is her story, absolutely fine. I just think yeah. it's like she's discovering feminism and she's in her 30s and I am I don't need to learn yeah, about I feminism guess, from her and no, yeah. that's fine because it's, you know, people come to it at different points, different times. I was going into the episode expecting to be like, oh my God, this is so boring. Mm. This is so dull. It wasn't. It was oh. completely fine. It was completely like... Julia talks about a lot of the stuff that she's talked about on other things, yeah. but I think the difference is Julia Fox has a podcast which we've talked about on our Patreon, but yeah. definitely it's called Forbidden Fruit. She did a lot of it last year with her friend Nikki Takesh. Yeah. They are good interviewers and they get interesting people on. Emrata is not a good interviewer. I think Nikki Takesh, granted I know nothing about her. She sounds like a mess, but I kind I of think respect she's her. She's very good at interviewing. Like, yeah. I genuinely yeah. think she does a good job because she has this ability to just not care if she's kind of offending someone which yeah. is i think what you need if you're going to interview someone Absolutely. whereas the majority of us would just be like i want this person to like me yeah so i'm I not be gonna say something offensive do, yeah i'm sure emrata probably i've not listened to her but maybe she's more she, is she mm. more of that or is she just doesn't she's just not asking good questions she asks like bits of it but i do think there's something you have to be involved and want to know more about what the other person is going to say to you and build on that and she just mm. doesn't do it she's like so let's talk about motherhood and we're both mothers and it was she always brings it back to herself which is fine yeah. and it's just like it was but it was like a conversation which is also good in that retrospect but i just think she's not a very good interviewer and i don't like her anyway so like i'm not gonna go into it but i gave it a go because might I'm on well. a Julia, Julia fox kick i'm not <laughs> going to listen to it not because i have no feeling on emrata but I just, I don't want to listen. And I think that's okay. That like, I've listened to the TikTok and it sounded really funny. Not intentionally. Um, but just the, and everyone had been saying this in the comments, just the vocal fry was so funny to me. I did but listen I, to it on 1.5, yeah, I think. They just, it's quite slow so... and a lot of vocal fry. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not going to comment on how someone talks because I'm sure a lot of people probably listen to us and go oh god i can't listen to that based on how they talk so it's nothing to do with their like disliking how they talk it's just that i would fall asleep yeah no it was very so if i need to fall asleep to a podcast i might choose that it was kind of white noisy but in a good way because you know you don't want to be but if i was listening to like on the way to go somewhere yeah i don't think it would be good for me no couldn't listen to it at the gym no it wasn't a gym vibe but i did listen to it on the way to the gym yeah yeah fair enough my thing that's so small but i saw it and i was like i kind of have to mention this i i'm sorry for mentioning it i just i find it so (laughs) funny as a headline okay jason momoa has adopted a wild pig (laughs) but it's not just that he absolutely loves this pig like he just loves the pig i'm not sure if he's adopted it it was just a wild pig he found (laughs) they kept making videos with the wild pig and i just saw that headline and i was like that's too funny not to mention is the pig still wild or does the well, pig live with ref- Jason? It, it didn't seem wild. Like, I think it was just, like, nestling in Jason Momoa's arms and it seemed, like, very happy to be there, as you would. It seemed very cosy. Yeah. Um, but I think it lives with him now in his okay. arms. Because he was, like, he was going to, a like, an event and he was like, I want to take this pig with me. He couldn't take the pig, so he took, like, a cuddly toy pig. He was oh. just really, like, he loves this pig. I mean, if there's anything to be codependent with, I feel like a pig's pig. probably a... 
I'm fine. And if it if it's happy being nestled in his it arms. It looked happy. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I'm thinking, do we get like a babe remake with Jason Ooh, Momoa? Like, oh my god, I would love that. I think that would be so good. I would watch that. It would 100%. be just him having adventures with his pig. <laughs> Like, Momoa and pig. Yeah, Momoa and pig. There would be a fun song, and like I think he would have a fun sidekick that would be like a nice little romance element. Has he named it? He was between two names. <laughs> at, at the last, the last I checked, he was between two names. Okay, but I really didn't see much happening this week, and I went to like look into it, and just one of the headlines was like Jason Momoa now has a pig, and he just loves this pig, which is lovely. I was like, we don't often get good news. No. I guess it depends on how you feel about pigs being owned as pets. So for some people, this might be horrific news, but for me, it was just quite a wholesome bit of yeah. I just, I just think he's quite a wholesome man. I think he is. I think I prefer him having a pig than Ariana Grande having a pig. Yeah, Piggy Smalls. <laughs> was that what it was called? I think she called it Piggy Smalls. <laughs> she did. Where is Piggy Smalls? Is it- well, it was a micro pig. Wasn't I know, it? so, so it's definitely it's no definitely longer dead. micro. Isn't that we- no? They were never micro. Do you ever remember that? That like all yeah, these people, people get- bought micro pigs. <laughs> they were just piglets. Like they were literally just babies, and they grew into normal sized pigs. Which is the funniest thing that's. It's so ever funny, happened. and then there's like loads of documentaries about the people that just committed to <laughs> owning the pigs. There's this ginormous pig just like wandering about their kitchen. I'd be like, oh, but pigs are probably like, very clean. Smart I would like animals. a pig. I, do you know what I wouldn't want? A sheep. I don't like sheep. <laughs> sheep are smelly. And Everyone, they're kind of ugly sometimes. No, honestly, because when I went camping, yeah. there were all these wild sheep that would just like wander down. No, and they're kind of scary they though, are right? ugly and dirty yeah. and smelly. And like, their hair is never even. Don't like, want to get a sheep. Cows. Like, cows are too big though. Yeah, but they're so cute. Like their eyes. Yeah. I've never seen animals with such kind eyes. Yeah. And they do nothing. They don't do it. Except randomly stampede occasionally. <laughs> like, also, I think the reason we haven't had much to talk about in this pop culture moment moment is because one of the things that's kind of happened this week is well, it was last week. Selena yeah. Gomez came out with her documentary that's been in the making for a while called "My Mind and Me." Since 2017, I think. Yeah, was it earlier, 2016? maybe 2016. Yeah, that it's been. I I kind of got the impression because we've not watched it because it's on Apple Plus. I don't have that. No, I don't. I don't know how I get it. (laughs) So I was not aware that I could watch this. Yeah. Um, But from what I've seen, I think it potentially was like a couple of different projects that have kind of Mm. formed one thing. Yeah, that was. I read the reviews and they were like, it kind of starts with like talking head style interviews, but that does not like continue throughout. (laughs) So I get the impression that maybe there was a couple different ideas Mm. along the way Mm -hmm. and then it all formed into this one thing. Yeah. Because when they first start filming, they film like her getting ready for this tour or something. Oh my God, yes, it's the revival tour. Yeah, and then doesn't she, it's like she goes to rehab. Like that tour is cancelled. Yeah. She does like, they said cancelled, but it said something like she did 55 shows. 55 shows. I feel like what the hell was the rest like how much how big was the tour 23 oh my god and like that's a lot a lot for any age but what the hell and also you know she has an autoimmune disease Mm -hmm. so all of that is just a lot on your body so much she goes to rehab and then just everything kind of takes a bit of a turn Mm -hmm. so i do get the impression that maybe they start off with like you know a kind of chill documentary vibe (laughs) and then it was like oh okay well what do we do now (laughs) but it was interesting a lot of the reviews i'd read had said that it never really goes into a lot of those things the things that you kind of wanted to discuss Mm. 
she completely and it's 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 really interesting because i read the rolling a rolling stone article yeah. which was a big interview with her which is where i got a lot of like the timeline from it yeah but she's like i want i wanted everything to be put into this i wanted it but obviously you can't have everything so she doesn't go into justin bieber yeah that breakup and the like several breakups that she happened kind of after goes it. around that sort of thing yeah i think like you know what she she's mentions referring it to and then just like never brings it up again yeah. she doesn't really well, what was interesting is that the there's a little bit of drama with the kidney yeah um so because of lupus one of her kidneys failed yeah so she had to have related a things kidney transplant yeah so what happened was she needed a kidney transplant mm-hmm. but the kidney transplant waiting list it was so long it was 10 years or something Oof. which like i'm in two minds about but she's really rich like i know but it kind of feels like you shouldn't be able to cut corners with no. that sort of thing no like obviously if you've got a family member who's willing to offer you yeah. their kidney absolutely but it's a supply but and i'm kind of thing. glad that she didn't like go around it in a way of like cutting yeah. corners i don't know maybe she tried to and i understand why you would because yeah. i've never been in a situation where i need a kidney or anything like that it's a time sensitive i, I understand thing. that you would become like desperate yeah and but you can live off one but if i suppose if you're autoimmune you probably need as many i imagine maybe they doing were, it maybe they were both not brilliant ah, I get like you. i imagine both weren't working because sometimes yeah. you can live off one mm-hmm. but some people don't have because otherwise you wouldn't be able to donate it would great you? capacity in both i yeah. don't know i feel like this is partially it happened to susan on desperate housewives yes it does spoilers for desperate housewives but i remember at the time as a child watching it being like but she's she's got two yeah what's happening with the other it one? must be that some people some people maybe both of them don't do that great right that makes a lot of sense i don't know that's probably not how your doctor would put it no but it's... your kidneys they're not as good <laughs> some people have two great ones some people yeah. have one great one yes some people have no great ones so it was going to be 10 years for her and then she gets her the the perception is that she pressured her friend francesca francia razor yeah she yeah so to be fair i think this is i think take everything with a grain of salt absolutely because part of me is like from what you hear it's mm-hmm. like okay well that doesn't sound great but mm-hmm. again how many of us have been in a situation where you're that desperate yeah that it's like you know i need this and it sounds like she was in a really dark place at this point as Wasn't well it? like what like self-admitted been... being really mean to people and like you know wouldn't get out of bed because she's got bipolar as well yeah which is like all of that stuff at once yeah. is a lot it's too much for someone yeah to handle. so basically apparently francia offered up a kidney like she, apparently selena had not been asking people mm-hmm. but she had been like i imagine maybe it went down a bit like if someone brings it up it's quite hard to not say anything yeah. you know like you'd feel so bad because i think she maybe brought it up like oh it's a 10 year waiting list like i really yeah. need a kidney and then like francia was like if I I'll could, get tested. I would. I'll get tested. Yeah. So she offered to get tested, which I think is di- like very different from like offering your kidney. Oh yeah. You're just offering to see, but yeah. I think like obviously the implication is then if it's if it comes back that we're a match, absolutely you can have my kidney. Yeah. Otherwise, why would you get tested? And it's, it's a difficult situation because it's very hard to say to someone like, oh no, I'm not <laughs> going to get tested. 
I know it was you, a real. Sorry well, about your health. It brings up about um bad art friends. Do you did you see all this stuff? So no. Basically, it was like a Facebook group of writers. Yeah. That there was this massive feud because one of the women donated a kidney, this but used it. Yeah, like it was everywhere on the internet last year. So mm-hmm. she donates a kidney, but she will not shut up about it on this Facebook group of writers. And so this other Facebook group member. Yeah uses it lifts it yeah for a short story and no. uses like paragraphs of what she's from her facebook posts into the short story the short story wins a big prize no that's so bad i know so now there's a big court case and the woman that wrote it originally is suing the woman that won the short story because she's like she lifted it verbatim but it was so her complaining life. about how well, she then- donated a kidney out of the goodness of her heart and everyone just got really sick of her if <laughs> like- i donated a kidney i feel i wouldn't show up about it I don't think I would donate my kidney. <laughs> if it was like, if, it if was, I was dead, I'm an organ donor, so yeah, I'm, and I give blood. If I, I was dead, if... take it. Yeah, but... I think if it was like, a bro- <laughs> like it was someone I loved, and they were like yeah. in need, I, you know, I get tested. I would, I would. get tested, but yeah. I, I do think it's the sort of thing that I would do selflessly, and then <laughs> you would never hear the end of how selfless I was. I would sit around and be, be like, like, don't bring up kidneys around and don't bring up kidneys. Oh, yeah, don't even bring up any, like, any time. Any time, like, I don't know if someone was, like, exercising, they were like, oh, I'm really out of breath, and I'm like, you're out of breath, but remember that time that I gave up my kidney? Like, you might be in pain now, but, like, imagine the pain I was in when I gave up my yeah, kidney. Yeah, you would have like, the monopoly anything, it's not on even related. anything. Yeah. It's not even related to anything. It'd but become I'm your personality. Yeah. Yeah. We're going on holiday and I'm like, this reminds me of the time that I went on a short holiday to the hospital <laughs> to give up my kidney. So anyway, so Francia, she goes and gets this test and... They're a match. They're, they're a match, but Francia is not the one that finds out about this first. Now, this is the dodgiest yeah, thing because dodge. someone... Well, you, you work in this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. A doctor shouldn't be able to tell someone else before you about your medical no. information, right? No, like, no, something no. went wrong there. Yeah, they either... Maybe they put it in an email. But I feel like it's something you should have a phone call No, they, about. like, knew... But, like, Selena Gomez knew before Francia. Which is wrong. Yeah, so what happened was... Because, again, I feel like what... I think I probably would offer to get tested. Yeah. But in my head, I wouldn't... Like, I wouldn't see that as, like... Definitely, yeah. Because yeah. what are the chances that you are going to be a match with someone? Exactly. I don't know slim, what they I are, think. but like, I it's think probably why there's such a long waiting list because matches are rare. And I, I reckon if your match, if you did match, you would have a moment. Like, I think you would end up giving it over, but yeah. I think you would need time to process it. Because it's first. a surgery, and if you don't yeah. like, you know, you might have to. I would like to have half a day. Yeah. Oh, I would need longer. I'd like a week, maybe, just to consider yeah. it. Like, yeah. think about pros and cons. We- talk it through. You know, yeah. all this stuff. Not having the person who has been desperate for a kidney finding out first, and then be like, okay, we're going to do this next week then, so which is not what happened. But no, like, what happens is Francia gets a FaceTime call from Selena. Oh my god! And she says, "We're a match." And then Francia says that she was like, oh, yay, how'd you know this? Oh. And then she says, I had wanted to, 
I had a way I wanted to tell her when I'd made the decision. And she's very <laughs> How happy. How dare you, bitch. <laughs> she's very happy when she's saying this. She's still Aww. like, oh, I love Selena. We're like yeah, family course, now, saying stuff like that. But it's like, it's just that sort of sentence. Like, I had a way I wanted to tell her when I'd made the decision. Like, she yeah. wanted to make the decision. And she and didn't And it kind of get gets taken away from you. And yeah. I don't, like, I've seen a lot of people being like, oh, Selena's such a bitch for that. And I'm like, mm. I think it was a bad situation for everyone involved. Because, yes. again, don't know I can comment. On no, that situation. I haven't been in it, so no. I can't comment and on I, it. No, and I think like I haven't been in it, and I think I probably would become desperate. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like I would like to think that I am not the sort of person. Like say we were in this situation. Yeah, I do not think I would do this to you. I think I think if you offered me, I'd be like, no, you need to think about this yourself. Yeah, like you need to think about the fact that this is like this could change your life. Yeah, because what yeah. happens if your other kidney gets damaged at some yeah. point? You don't have despair anymore. So I would That's be it. like, if you offered. I would be like, you need, like, I don't want you to just go into that blindly. Yeah. You need to have time to think about that. Because what Francia then says is that afterwards, Selena recovered really fast because what, like, her body needed a new kidney. Mm -hmm. So her body immediately was, like, better. She was, like, up and walking around and, like, doing really well. Whereas Francia's body didn't need to lose a kidney. So she was really unwell afterwards. I couldn't, I think, what did she say? She said, I couldn't get out with, get up without someone, uh, without having someone help me. That was very humbling. I couldn't take a shower by myself. Uh I had to have someone help me because I couldn't move. Oh, God. And I think, yeah, it says, um, it's harder as the donor because we're losing something our body didn't need to lose. So trying to recover from that, and she is in Selena's gaining something her body needed. And so she's up and at it immediately. And I had a hard time. Ugh. They don't really tell you that. No, that's not something I considered, but it makes no. so much sense, doesn't it? That like yeah. your, your body, body was functioning fine. Yeah, your body didn't <laughs> yeah. need to lose that. Yeah. And their body needed it. And like, your body wasn't like, da- your kidney wasn't damaged or anything. It was like, yeah, you were just moving in through your life <laughs> and how you imagine your body imagine yeah. your body's just like what the hell what have you Why done to you me remove that that <laughs> yeah. was so random I needed that. what a quirky thing to do girl why'd you do yeah. that um but for a bit like they're in a good position like they're good yeah. like it seems they're good and then there's this allegation like maybe a year or so afterwards mm. that selena starts drinking again Mm. I don't know what are the do you know the rules on like kidney transplant and drinking? No idea. But what does your kidneys do? Kidneys do blood I, stuff. Liver is drinking. Yeah, so I would like. But like, she sounds like she drinks anyway. Because the thing that really was surprising in the um, Rolling Stones article mm. is that she's talking about her. Is it her thirtieth birthday? Yeah. And oh my god, that's a stupid thing. Let me try and find it. Yeah, uh, 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 but she says that um, Francia is there. Okay, and that they just had like a crazy wild time. She pretends that she's only got one friend, and that's uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, so this is the <laughs> comment where she says, um, "No, because why it's brought it all up." So again in a the bit. there is a, no, there's another friend. Like there's a couple of friends shown in the documentary, which we'll get to. Mm. But she says at one point, I never fit in with the cool group of girls that were celebrities. My only friend in the industry really is Taylor, as in Taylor Swift, which then Francia saw. And honestly, I think it's been taken out of of context a little bit because I think 
she i would have thought she's not friends in like the music industry but then listen to the people that turned up to her birth her 30th birthday mm. miley cyrus was there yeah. fucking love her and gomez's little sister gracie and her kidney donor francia razor and camila cabello and billy eilish and olivia Rodrigo and a barney cake we had lovely drinks and it was beautiful and then my friend cara delavine comes in and brings strippers she says laughing well, so i would happened- like to say it's a mixture of sophisticated and hysterical what happened to demi lovato did they still be friends I think she lived with Demi when she first moved to LA. So it was living with, I think it was the whole of Demi Lovato's family and her and her mum. Also, just so, just in terms of the kidney plants, it's a kidney transplant. It says that you are able to drink alcohol after the transplant, but only in moderation within the national guidelines. So it would be 14 units per week for a woman. Um, you're also told to avoid grapefruit juice, so just so you know. That's interesting. Because it might affect immunosuppressant tablets. But oh. I think there was something that, like, Selena started talking a lot about drinking a lot. And partying. And it's like, again, it's not great. Mm-hmm. And I think, personally, if we take it from a personal point of view, if I was Francia, I think I would have justification to be a little bit upset about that. If you were as unwell as it sounds like she was. Yeah. After doing it, and then that person just goes straight out and is like partying, She's potentially and... like ruining the opportunity you've given yeah, her. Yeah, because what happens if she needs another one? But yeah, exactly. So I think from Francie's point of view, mm. fair enough. You be annoyed. I yeah. don't like, yeah. but then for me to be annoyed as just a random <laughs> citizen <laughs> feels maybe not great because it's like again, I don't know the situation. I've not had to one need a kidney transplant and two live with like bipolar disorder yes, and stuff like absolutely. that. So I really don't know. And, and also deal with, like, immense fame. Yeah. None of that is something I'm dealing with. So, but yeah, it's so weird, this comment about the one friend in the industry. So, yeah, people have been saying she means the music industry, but even that's not really true. No, because she's based like, on, like, just people. listing off all the other people that she loves. Yeah, it's really weird. It's like, what? so is that for show? Like, is that mm. sort of birthday thing for show? Because... It's I also think it's like, because obviously Taylor Swift has done Miss Americana, but Demi mm. did Dancing with the Devil. Yeah. Demi did, lo- Demi did loads. Demi done loads. Demi done Demi's loads. Demi's And we covered it when it came out, was it last year, year before? And it was really We've covered a few, interesting because like she went fucking through it. Yeah. She went through it. So I think the similarities and seeing how close they, the bad parts of their lives with like mental illness and stuff. And you just want them to have peace. And I think like- Oh Yeah. What's interesting with Selena, Selena Gomez is that I feel like she went away quieter than Demi did and not yeah. in like an addiction route. I think there's probably been levels of that, but it's mm. been less publicly focused on. I don't think she had the moment of like Demi Lovato on the plane attacking yeah. that person. Like I, I think that mm. there was never that sort of catalyst moment that like changed public perception. Yeah. But I wonder if there's been moments like that in private where like Which is why I think some of the things she said, so the director directed Madonna's um yeah, documentary, which I was like, okay, that's a weird thing. But then in the Rolling Stones article it says the director is her manager's brother. So I was like, oh, okay. Oh, no, that's a bit dodgy. This makes more sense like, why he's been enlisted onto this. Dodgy. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's all nepotism. We know it's all nepotism at this point, but it's just like, it's like okay. I, I don't know. I think we talked about this when, with like Demi Lovato and stuff, where it's like, it kind of feels like they're being used to like yeah. make money off these sort of things. And it's like, I feel 
if it's the manager's brother, it's like, so who's making money? Like, oh, because the, the brother's him. making money, but like, does the, so the manager gets money from it too, and it's like a yeah. way to get everyone money in that situation based off this girl's trauma. Well, there are some bits in it that I'm trying, I'm just going to try and find where she said it because it's like, um, oh, here we are. So she's, she's doing all these different things. Um, her mental health struggled. Uh, no, sorry. Her mental health struggle continued and he mm. kept filming even when he wasn't sure that he should. I was in her home and she would be in tears, he says. I'm holding my iPhone and I'm like, I don't know whether to shoot this. And she was like, no, I want you to shoot this. I want you to shoot this. Like, it sounds like some kind of hellish, like, no, document me. Because it's like, but why do you want him to film it? Like, that's what the but bit also, I don't... Like, just if, even if you've been asked to film it doesn't necessarily mean you should and, and we've like, talked about this before haven't we With yeah because like, you you would know better than yeah. someone who's in the midst of a breakdown but even and she's if, like early 20s like bear in mind you can film it but you don't have to show it mm-hmm. like it's not the filming that's necessarily i mean yeah. it's a bit weird if someone's having a breakdown instead of comforting them to like film but you stick a camera in yeah their be like oh, let me get this the close-up on this yeah but it's just strange to me like you don't then have to put it out mm-hmm. like i don't yeah. know i'm sure she had say in that but it it seems a bit tasteless to me seeing stuff like that i don't need to see it no and it feels like like a continuation of the kind of torture porn of yeah. looking at these women and these famous women and everyone's got a documentary now and everyone's cried on a Crying documentary and, like, sad <laughs> like, and it's depressed like i'm aware at their lowest point and it's then- like we know that you've had it rough like and i want them to be able to say like absolutely and explore that. but do we need to- is it helpful for you for us to see it? I don't think it is for me. I would like, It's up to them. But I, I personally don't really have an interest in seeing someone at their lowest point. Which is why I think it's so interesting that Britney Spears has not done the documentary route because I think there's always there's just been these unlicensed the documentaries she did a voice notes on her instagram explaining it all and it was like she didn't do a sit-down interview that could be misconstrued because by when anything, someone she's... does a documentary on britney who's making the money again exactly like you're making money off her again mm-hmm. so it's like how can you like say you're so much better yeah. unless like it would have to be a certain person who would do it in the best way possible mm-hmm. but until that's possible i don't think that it should be done and because it's, it's this people whole, making money off exactly again. and it's like the sit down thing and it's being like okay talk about the worst moments of your life and it's like but for why is yeah. this a re-traumatizing thing is this like something you've worked through in therapy and now you 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 need to share it with everyone because you're famous but it's also like but i don't think you should need to share it i feel like there's a it fits in with the trend of these documentaries that we've had yeah. and it's a new way of kind of cannibalizing on women that have gone through like massive mental health struggles and also she's got like a huge um autoimmune issue that was like she had to do a blood pressure before everything she used to do. what was it it was like a, before an event she would go to she would have to take her blood pressure to yeah. make sure that she wasn't gonna die or have a stroke like, <laughs> like, really just not easy at all no and that's why like i just don't love to pile on like criticism of it because i think valid criticism yes yeah yeah, but also i just think a lot of this is personal and the thing is a lot of like it did seem francia was upset by it because Mm. e news had posted the taylor swift quote they're like selena saying that her only real friend in the industry is taylor (laughs) because thank you to e news for starting this (laughs) and francia responded by commenting interesting on it she then quickly deletes that comment 
but then has unfollowed Selena on Instagram. Oh, has she? Yeah, after she deleted it, she unfollowed. But then, like, she instead... probably doesn't want to see this publicity and more. No, and... probably not. It, yeah. I think it would be upsetting. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I'm not saying she should have definitely been mentioned, but it just se- it does seem bizarre that she wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I can. I can get over her saying like her only friend in the industry is Taylor because I think yeah. you could just say it's a you've misspoken. Yeah. Like you yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. mean that or you were over exaggerating. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think you could get away with that. I think it's the fact that it wasn't mentioned at all is a yeah. bit strange to me. Like I She I think... mentions about like naming her kidney. I don't yeah, know yeah, if you she saw names it after bit. Fred Armin what's yeah. his name? Like Armin Armisen? Yeah, he's in everything. Yeah. We always see him in things and we're like, Oh my god, him <laughs> And she said And then he would he had dated for ages. The girl, the Scientologist Elizabeth from... Moss. Yeah. They were married. They were married for, and he, they were like, famously, he's a terrible... Yeah, and then he dated Redhead from Orange is the New Black, but not the one that... You know, the one is who is great and she isn't a Scientologist. She is in things. She's in that show... <laughs> it was like a Netflix thing where she kept like maybe she died all the time. Russian oh, doll. Oh my god, Natasha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, I love her. <laughs> I gave no information away on that. Yeah, you know so- the one that's not a Scientologist. <laughs> I love her. She's great. Same, isn't she great? She is great. I truly love her. But it feels like Selena. So this is what Selena Gomez about. Um, She's tried to have a sense of humor about the whole thing with some success. I named my new kidney Fred. I named it after Fred Armisen because I love Portlandia. I've never met him, but I'm secretly hoping he finds out just because I want him to be like, that's weird. That's quite a strange thing to say. (laughs) That's quite strange. But how does um, Francia feel about... Yeah, I'd be a bit pissed. I'd be like, name that kidney after me. It's mine. I should be able to name the kidney. My kidney exactly it's my kidney my name but to, for that to be the only thing that she talks about the kidney <laughs> like yeah i know it's a bit weird i don't know i feel like it, it could have been mentioned and then uh, but I, again i don't think it's that bad no but then there's just she she doesn't make it better because <laughs> obviously a lot of people on tiktok were making videos about it yeah she comments on one of the videos saying sorry i didn't mention every person i know <laughs> and the, oh, it's so funny because I think the person who made the TikTok thought she was genuinely apologizing. Oh no! <laughs> and everyone in the comments were then like, "No, no, no, she's baby, not, she's being sarcastic." She's, yeah, she's not. <laughs> sorry, it's it's not. Sorry, I didn't mention everyone I know. It's sorry, I didn't mention everyone I know. What do you want from yeah, me? Yeah, and it's like, okay, yeah, fair enough. You don't mention everyone you know. That's fair. But like, people you know versus pe- person who gave up yeah. a kidney. Just like and at a least little in bit like more. a thank Judy, like an acknowledgement at the end. Thanks to this bitch, she thanks, gave me a thanks kidney. Thanks to Fred. <laughs> yeah, thanks to Fred. No one else. <laughs> really love that. And again, I just I don't care enough to be like, oh, it seems like she's a terrible person for doing this. No. But I could see if I were Francia, I would be very upset. Yeah, because it's like, oh, okay, so you've got a whole documentary, and I've done something that's very altruistic, and already you know it's going to bring up the the way that you ended up with my kidney <laughs> again yeah. to the public so everyone's going to scrutinize it and that she didn't even get like a 
it's also like it's not just the, I'd want a dedication. Yeah, I'd want a, a little dedication at least. It's yeah. not just the pain that you're in, like having your life kind of completely changed. Yeah. The risk that you might need that kidney at another point, but like also there's like physical scars left. You're yes. left the scar, and like it's a not big to surgery. be like aesthetic or anything like that. No, but no, no. But it's something you would agree to. But then like obviously to the rest of the world, or at least to me, I don't really care about scars or anything. No. I don't care at all about scars. But when you have a scar yourself. Mm-hmm. You do, like, I think most people would say, yeah, I do look at that scar and it seems a lot bigger to you as yes. a person. Yeah. And you can become quite self-conscious about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's also stuff like that that have to be taken into yeah. account. Like, she didn't need that. It's not like she gave her a fiver. It was like... <laughs> yeah. Sorry to mention everyone who gives me something. Everyone who's gifted me <laughs> yeah. something. People give me stuff all the time. A kidney? <laughs> yeah, I have, like, ten of them. Do you want one? <laughs> I've got loads. I've got a whole box. Like, but again, it just brings me back to, it's a very complex situation to be in that yeah i don't know i don't know i would deal with it perfectly i hope i would but I, i'm not making promises. i think it's just being like i would try and just grateful, be grateful and yeah. aware of ha- the magnitude of it and i oh, think because yeah. it's always going to be complicated and no one's going to get it right like you said but i think it's that never losing sight of the kind of sacrifice of it and this i think this brings me to like just the way things are presented in a documentary mm. because it's like the person who's kind of in charge of editing is obviously an editor. Yep. Never forget, even like most, <laughs> everything you watch has been edited. Edited. And so you kind of want to, you want a storyline for the person who the documentary is about. Absolutely. And you ideally want it to be sympathetic to them. Yeah. So you want it to put them in a sympathetic situation. Mm-hmm. If you put Francia in it, like it kind of makes her the hero of that story. Yeah. It's like yeah. she's not the main selena's not the main focus anymore yeah it's kind of like the oh here's this big hero character and this is not excusing it but it's like i see why an editor would look at it and go well if we include anything about francia that takes away from like everything that selena what goes she's gone through, through yeah and like how she is just having to you know she would change the story because like yeah. you wouldn't be able to give it enough time to do it justice to be grateful it would be like a five minute segment and it'd be like actually no that's not enough time that you've dwelt on it for the magnitude of what she's done and i think this is clear in how they deal with like her best friend who's in the documentary can't remember this girl's name but like that everyone is commenting on how bad of a friend this girl oh, is because really? there's loads of is like clips rochelle rachel it may be it may be her this is for Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> but there's like this clip of her walking into the room and like Selena's really upset and she like walks in and kind of like rolls her eyes or something. <laughs> and at first I was like outraged as well because I'm watching these clips that everyone's putting on Instagram. Oh, not Instagram, TikTok. And I'm like, oh, okay, this yeah. seems like a bad friend. And then I'm like, hang on a second. Mm. If you filmed your friendship, not 24-7, but the majority of the time. For years. For years. Yeah. Are you always going to come out of that looking perfect? No. Like, I don't think if you were crying, I would be stood there rolling my eyes. But it might, <laughs> like, there might be a time that if we were filmed constantly, yeah. like, I would not come across as a sympathetic character. Because no. realistically, in my life, I'm not always in a great mood. No. And I don't always respond to, like, things outside of me in the best way. Because human... <laughs> She's not a robot, everybody. No, sorry. Well, I don't. And just talking about like the narrative of documentaries, because I do think people forget about that. Which is why I think like I really try and resist um, TikTokifying my life because I like watching people's little aesthetic days and like making coffee and having a little going around a bookshop and stuff. But I think 
if you're filming your day-to-day to do like a get ready with me or yeah. something that's too much effort do you know yeah i know what you mean and it's like you're not it's creating a narrative of your own day i guess which is fine but it's also it's way too much effort for me to try and do that and like who am i doing that for but i also think it's fine to some extent but we like sit here and we talk about like you know it, you know is it right for people to have plastic surgery and not mm. be open about that and yeah. i think like for example because i'm studying at the minute and like so you know i get fed a lot based on like cookies like studying mm-hmm. content like people studying yeah. and i see a lot of people say like how are you never like in the comments of these things how are you always on top of things how are you never overwhelmed yes. and it like yeah. creates this narrative that they're never overwhelmed mm-hmm. and i know that won't be true no like, you i can't believe that anyone feels that especially if you take on top studying all the time and having to edit tiktoks oh. and you know present your life in a certain way <laughs> yeah. there's no way like as someone who's doing that like i'm not doing tiktoks but like mm-hmm. doing work and then like semi doing like this isn't a lot of our time but it's, but, like, it's something it's on every the side week. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and you have that as well like you yeah. have like your main job and then like side hustling as well <laughs> this isn't a side hustle by the way we don't really make money <laughs> um but like having that and then seeing it, like it mm. does affect you sometimes. Like that lack of honesty can get to you. And yeah. that's why like, obviously that's not what Selena's doing. No, but like no, no, there's no. always a narrative behind something to present someone in a certain way. Especially she gave her diaries over to the director, no, which I no. hate. And when I read that, no. I was like, oh no, that makes me feel ill. That is such like oh, I a- I don't love that. Uh, like, I think it's- It's her choice, I guess, but- Yeah, but why? And it's like the fact that he was like, I don't know if I should film this. And she's like, no, film it, film it. It's like, what's the point? Why are you doing this? Why Why do you want to go to that like deep pit of yeah. despair? And why do you need to share that with everyone? That's what I think is when it becomes exploitative because oh, it's yeah. like, actually, you're not doing- Like, ugh, no one in your life is telling you, maybe, maybe don't do that. Maybe keep that for yourself. It's like- sharing every single part of all your pain yeah to i don't know give a narrative and i'm just like oh so but which makes me think there probably wasn't a narrative structure or she panicked and was like oh but look you'll find something in here because like and if you're not going to do it super chronologically which doesn't sound like it is i think think it it jumps quite back and forth and focuses a lot on like her mental health charity which i think i mean she's done tons of like philanthropic incredible things um i think the way they presented her being a producer on um 13 reasons why why. they didn't mention it did they they mentioned just that she'd like she got a semicolon tattoo with the rest of the cast and she was doing it for like mental health awareness but it's also like that show was so fucking damaged and like we've talked about that show before so um, (laughs) if you want to hear what we think i don't think we need to i think most people know by now the sort of things that were shown on that show yeah and it took them years to remove them and and uh, you know there's certain things that like yeah need to be shown and you need to raise awareness for certain things but some things should not be shown and have been like specific when you've been specifically told by charities that specialize in this thing not to do it yeah based on research they have i think Mm. that that's upsetting and i I don't know it would have been i'm not saying she needed to address it because then kind of brings me back to her comment about like i can't address everyone i know in this like she can't address everything that's happened to her no exactly so much has happened yeah but it's just like I feel like that's something that could have been maybe addressed, but it didn't need to be, but it would have been nice to just be like... For balance, I think. Yeah, like, and also she was young producing something. Yeah, I feel like she could yeah, have been yeah. like, I had, like, based off her own mental health, yeah. she thought it would be something good. It was something she would have thought she wanted to see. Well, was to it see. coming out when she was in rehab? Like, 
really strange timing. Really strange. It's, this it's kind of really and... muddled to actually figure out. But yeah, and also like again with the friend stuff, I think that fits into like if you have her friend looking bad. Mm. Not that I like. Well, yeah, I guess her friend did look pretty bad compared to yeah selena it makes selena seem more of like when you can't like you can't see like addiction or lupus physically you can't no. actually see that as no. like a vi- like a villain of the story no. so you kind of need to see some physical presence mm-hmm. i can't like even if like so the other like villain is like the media and stuff like that yeah again you can't see that and no. she's not going to talk about justin bieber in a negative no. way so like no. all of the people who could have been physical presences of like the villain of the story yeah weren't there. aren't there and like i just think maybe they were like oh we need to have someone <laughs> to yeah. make you look good because otherwise you're just crying again and again and again like every clip i've seen crying yeah she's well, she's always crying i would i mean i would i don't think i would deal with that pressure from being a child at all no and also and continuing all stuff. and all the other stuff and like going through your mental health issues you've got an autoimmune disease that like is making you just in pain the entire time already people don't really believe lupus is isn't that wild no wait is it lyme disease or lupus that I people think don't believe I, it's, a, I always get them confused uh, maybe it's lyme, lyme is from the tick yeah what's the hadid one well, that's what lyme i thought it was lyme disease but now i feel like maybe no lupus no they're both real things but like lupus i think is like the actual i honestly think i don't even think it's um i i don't think it's that they don't believe a specific disease i think it's that they don't believe celebrities coming out and saying it they all had it in a very like quick succession there was a narrative at one point that it was like (laughs) apparently a lot of the symptoms matched up with like symptoms of someone going through withdrawal or like leaving rehab so there became this sort of narrative that because a lot of celebrities suddenly had an autoimmune disease of some form (laughs) they were were using it yeah Yeah, but that's just a horrible narrative like because even if that was the case for like one person it just does so much damage to Mm. anyone with an autoimmune disease that like they're just never going to be believed and like it's sort of like put down to be this sort of thing that's Oh, it's just, you know, it's not really a thing, is mm-hmm. it? But it's like, it's yeah. daily pain for a lot of people. Yeah, like, and it's, it's chronic. Just living in pain. And you'll never recover from it. Yeah, and that's yeah, the yeah. thing of it. It's like, it's, it's, got life it's like a life long. sentence. Because really. apparently, I think this is really good, the way she actually talks about her autoimmune mm. disease in it. Again, haven't seen it, but from what I heard, like just talking about the effects on her wider life, yeah, like yeah. the fact that it's going to have long-term mm-hmm. impact, like the kidney transplant, there can be complications. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so even that on its own. Because apparently the reason she needed a new kidney was because her old kidney flipped over because of the lupus. Sorry, what? Let Is that a thing and... that can happen? I did not know. It was like a new fear unlocked. Um, yeah, I hate that. It was, um, she needed a kidney transplant in 2017. Yeah. The organ managed to flip itself <gasps> over, causing grievous harm to an artery and requiring Ooh. doctors to rush her into a six hour surgery in which she could have worked very well died. And you can see why then afterwards she'd she was desperate. desperate. Like kidney flipping over. I can't imagine oh. what that's like. Oh. That's genuinely oh, a fear. <laughs> yeah. How does that happen? I'd like to think everything's in a nice little squishy. You know, you know when you play operation and everything's just in its own <laughs> slot? I'm like, yeah. that's what I'm imagining. Don't yep. tell me they can now just flop about. No. That's not something no, I want no, to hear. Absolutely not. So I, I don't know. I think it's just, I'm very interested in the reception because initially I'd seen really positive things about it. Yeah. And everyone being like, people saying to her like, oh, thank you. Like I 
it made me cry like I couldn't believe all of this stuff yes. and then like you had that for a, a day mm-hmm. and then like the day after all the stuff with <laughs> yeah. like her best friend yeah. and all of this yeah. stuff starts coming out and it's like oh my god she had like a day of praise and then <laughs> and everyone turned on it it's <laughs> so interesting because it's like I understand where they're coming from and I understand yeah. what they're saying yeah but I also think like can we comment that much I think probably not because again we haven't like lived through it in the way that she has and I think we were also it's coming out at a time after we had like a glut of celebrity especially like female celebrity um, singer documentaries and I think it can't it's now being held to a standard of like we've seen this story before yeah I do think we've seen way too many at this point in time mm-hmm. and i'm like i really like hearing their stories yeah. I, 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 and i have a lot of sympathy i, I mm-hmm. know that it must be very difficult being like an artist at all oh god in yeah. the world right now but like you know what they've gone through seems quite precise she's managed but, to raise a hundred million for a specific oh, fund yeah for a mental health fund and so she's yeah, like, like i can't take it all away like yeah, no, again, she's done the, loads. The, i really didn't like the presentation in 13 reasons why like i think it was it really was damaging, damaging yeah. but then if you like take that as well i'm like okay that's you know yeah. i don't think people yeah. talk enough about that no it's things like that and I don't know. It's the same thing that we always say when we do these like documentaries. We say it all the time with Demi Lovato. It's like, I just kind of want them to be away from it. And yes. I know that was kind of her aim at some point. Yeah. But I just can't see it happening no. practically. So like, I no. don't think you ever get a solution to the problem. And it's one of those things that... You ever been in a situation where you complain about what you're going through all the mm. time but you don't want it to end? Yeah. And it's kind of like that. It's like, I imagine she hates yeah. it. She hates every minute, but she wouldn't know what to do without it. Absolutely. Because I think it's so much has happened as well. Yeah. It is like, who then, am I if I'm like, the lupus is under control, if it can ever be under control. If, you know, my mental health stuff is kind of on an even keel. It's like, yeah, who who am I without? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And without a camera in my face yeah. documenting without, it. Without like, you kind of like attach your worth to that a bit. Yeah. And, and it's like, well, I just think, because she's so into this like philanthropy thing mm-hmm. that's what she talks a lot about in the documentary she mm-hmm. wants to give it up she wants to do the philanthropy yeah and i'm like do that do what yes, makes you happy but like true. it's so much easier said than done but mm-hmm. if i was her she'll have made however much money yes take all that money i would get myself some lovely house in the middle of nowhere <laughs> quiet house quiet away from everything and yeah. i'd just do like my philanthropy and like occasionally if a like acting role came up that i wanted to do i'd do do an acting role because that's what we said about demi lovato and then demi lovato ended up doing a ghost show (laughs) do you know what and so is kesha (laughs) so is kesha i forget and it's like we're just like sitting here like buy a ranch get some peace and they're like ghosts (laughs) why is that go-to always like a ranch like with like yolanda hadid (laughs) like oh yeah maybe yolanda hadid had like some (laughs) some knowledge there maybe she was onto yeah, something maybe. that you just need a ranch <laughs> like, all your bear, problems. bear in mind i just think the hadids are probably going through it all the time but oh yeah they, they're always on that ranch and i just reckon yeah. that's some time away that's their time that is their own time they get yeah. to that ranch and they chill for a bit be around horses horse therapy <laughs> it's a thing <laughs> it truly is a thing yeah. and also just on terms 
<laughs> this is off topic, but I, I just think literally a minute sidebar in terms of presenting things a certain way. How do you feel about the girls on TikTok that are like the stay at home girlfriends? Oh my God. And how they present their lives. Have you seen the parody of the girl that's like trapped inside? She's trapped. And- <laughs> yeah, I find that really funny. <laughs> She's trying to escape. Yeah. Yeah, I think the stay at home, It's it feels like a pipeline to, there's like trad wife is also a thing. Yeah, because the thing is, I've always been like a big supporter of like, being a stay-at-home partner in any capacity because i'm like we've discussed this before you're doing like four jobs yes a lot of the time but it doesn't seem like they're doing things no like i really support (laughs) it like if you're doing a job for this Mm -hmm. man you deserve like compensation for that fair enough but it just feels like they're just making a coffee and then making the bed and i'm like (laughs) that's "That's what i do in like the first two minutes of my day and then i get bubble bath and then my date starts and, and like, it's always like the writing the to-do list and one of the oh things God, on the, the to-do, to-do list, list is to write the to-do list <laughs> it's so it is and also i'm just gonna base this on i, I support them because like if that's you know if someone was gonna just look after me and i could say yeah. not look after but like pay and i would just be able yeah. to do what i wanted yeah i would do that yeah but also it reminds me of like when i was like unemployed employed and had nothing to do and i would write to-do lists <laughs> all the time like i had so many to do to the post yeah honestly it'd be like and then chill at one point (laughs) but i'd be like writing in chill time it's like why do you need chill time you could literally chill all day (laughs) but it does remind me of when i was like unemployed and i'd be like this hour i'm going to look for a job yes i'm gonna do that i had so many to do lists because i had nothing else to do but it's great i think it keeps you um it's like well you've you've literally got nothing else to do i'm gonna do a to-do list and it's like now like whenever i'm my busiest do not have time for to for to do lists. It's well, like that's what the, gets done. That's gets the done. other bit of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I love a to do list. So. You see that one girl on TikTok that like she does like um my morning routine working from home and she does her to do list and one of the to do lists is like work from home yeah. and then she always crosses it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> so funny. And she's always getting super distracted by making like the most elaborate coffees that's ever existed. They always make an elaborate coffee. Yeah. Like get your <laughs> yeah. Pret subscription. Why are oh. you making coffees? Anyway, mm, that's how we feel topic. about the, the stay-at-home girlfriend. <laughs> Do you have anything left to say on our girl Selena? No, keep I just keep an eye out for her. Keep an eye out. Don't. I hope the man will not be filming her anymore. I hope she's let that rest now that the film's out. You find it weird that like she is still kind of defined by Justin Bieber because yes. I really don't think of her and relate. No, for he's me, married. Selena's now. always been a bigger part of my life than just Always. to me because i was not a believer but i was very into wizards the way they play so that was like my favorite show it was such a good show i never i didn't have disney. you didn't have disney channel but let me tell you you missed out oh. it'll be on disney plus now <laughs> take some time watch it because that was a good show and it, it, it just had so much going on and mm-hmm. i so selena i just think she made a generation of like sarcastic girls mm. and i thank her for that because yeah. i looked up to her and she just do you know what so i've never associated her like i never think of her in relation to justin bieber no never but it's weird that it keeps being brought up and i feel a bit bad for her because it's like yeah. she shouldn't have to <laughs> have that even like now i feel 17. bad for everyone involved well specifically yeah. her and then yeah. um who's the baldwin Haley. 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 Bieber now. Bieber Baldwin. Bieber Baldwin. Haley Bieber Baldwin. Um, <laughs> I feel bad for her as well because like they always get brought up in like relation yeah, to each other. And it's recently. like honestly they're adults. If yeah. they are yeah. bothered about each other, then like that's on them. They're all in the thirties. They're in their thirties. They're married. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're not. And they've but they have reconciled now. Good. I think there was a picture of Selena and Taylor Baldwin Bieber. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. Let us know your thoughts on the whole thing. Ah. Uh...
Bye-bye. Bye-bye.